This is one of the out-of-the-way places. The unvisited places. Bleak, wasted, dying. Look, there comes one of them now. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Time. It has been a long time. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the awful hour. Welcome to the awful hour. This is our podcast that takes unannounced six week breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think we've made it clear we live in Nebraska and it's December and January. I think that's all the audience needs. It to got know. snowy, it got Christmassy. <laughs> Real Christmassy. Yeah. For a hot minute. And we needed a break, okay? I needed a break in a big way. But it happened, it's done, let's put it in the past. Maybe in a future episode, um, we can look at our own dark history and talk about it. <laughs> you know what, if we want to disappear for six weeks, so fucking what? Yeah. I mean, Although there were a few of you who... Uh, yeah. A lot. I feel like a lot. Who were asking where TF this nonsense was. Mm-hmm. Which I... Oh, we're edited now? Where's TF? <laughs> We've had a lot to think about in the six weeks. I didn't see any fucking search parties come out, though, so I'm upset about that. <laughs> well, uh, that's because uh, anyone who would have assisted with that in Grand Island was busy with your alleged pedophile teacher who was arrested. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a it's story. Getting, it's getting real wild. The same school, too. Uh, teacher was arrested. 17-year-old student was arrested for child pornography, human trafficking. Six months ago, we All had a- alleged. Oh, sorry. Yes. Those... No, you didn't say anything wrong. I'm just adding on. Oh. We're not saying anything. We don't know anything. Uh, the, they are in in custody or were in custody. But also six months ago, a uh, teacher was charged with uh, embezzlement. So at the very same school out of like the... You know what's funny, though, is that school is not technically Grand Island Public Schools. It's uh, the country school. So it's part of uh, another town. The country school. <laughs> Call it Cow Pie High. Cow? Do you really call it yeah. Cow Pie What's High? A, you know what they call the Grand Island uh, High School, though? Meth, meth University. Drive by High. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, we have a lot of gang problems in Grand Island. Oh, yeah. What's that? We had, like, AK-47s can... on the roof one time. Wow. Like, the SWAT team came and was just like, oh, and, like, parents were like, the fuck is going on? And it... they were like, no, 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 it's cool. Your kids are safe. How did any of you make it out alive? You know what? And describe these gangs for me. Well, we've got the East Side Locos. I was going to mention them. Uh, I didn't know if you wanted me to. We have Crips. We have, um, I think we have Bloods, too. Good old Grand Island. I wonder if you have any MS-13. Can you see We what? probably do. I think, M- I think East Side Locos is a part of MS-13. Sorry, what was that, Rachel? I asked Selena if she'd sea walk for us. Uh, Absolutely. Is this going <laughs> to get us in trouble with the seas? <laughs> No, the bees. I definitely the bees. do know how to do it, and my brother did do it on his party bus for his dirty thirty. Christ Almighty! Um, I, maybe for a future episode, you could go undercover in gang life. Yes, no. join a gang. I mean, come on, it's in the country. What do you want me to call my cousin? Story. We pull you out. You want me to just call my cousins and be like, "Hey, can I hang out with you for a week?" Yeah, yes. and just like let us know what goes on. Okay, that would actually kind of be fascinating. If you can, it was all in yeah. Ours. I mean, my high school days are behind me. <laughs> that Grand Island teachers wasn't. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. So how's everyone? Oh, I was going to bring you a present. 
I got Baby Yoda stickers made. And I was going to... Do I have one up? I'm designed. The ones you made? Yeah, I got some printed. I was going to bring you one, but I you forgot. You should sell them on Etsy. I should sell them on Etsy. You should. I make good money. money. I think I'm going to. What would you What would you spend on a Baby Yoda sticker? Uh, just like a sticker sticker? I think you should make them bumper stickers because they say baby on I think board, gonna, right? Well, I did baby on board. And then the ones I got printed are just circles just with Baby Yoda on it. Uh-huh. So I would do both. How much would you pay for that? For that... I'd say you could charge five ninety nine. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. With free shipping. And then if like And, and I could just probably mail even... it in an envelope, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And for a bump for a like a bumper sticker or like a decal, a window decal. Like ten ish maybe? Yeah. Yeah, ten or twelve. Because that's something okay. I will keep that in mind. All the little dorks. And like <laughs> All the little dorks. Dork oh. dork ID. Uh-huh. You, Baby Yoda's cute. It's you uh designed it yourself and it's not exactly the same so it's not infringement yeah so f off lucasfilm disney you guys have enough money oh i was i mean this doesn't have to be on here but i was looking up stuff um i was thinking about getting us little coffee cups oh cute i found a website because we always drink in coffee yeah maybe like even these so we can bring them tumblers that could be fun i think i would probably put Anal beads to better use. Why would I say that? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I know you don't drink coffee, but put water in there or something. Yeah, you're right. Awful I mean, hour this is a... <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no! Oh no! It's already going there. What's like? What is the most bizarre merch we could come up with? Um, probably just like like a like a full body suit of the awful hour. Or maybe just like a, a like a, a life size horse made out of leather, huh. with the awful hour on it. That would be weird. We we. I just need a pity laugh, guys. Okay. This is, All right. This is a, this is a, a, a noise medium. They okay. can't they can't see your faces. We sell um, fifteen foot banners of our logo, and that's it. <laughs> Cover the side of your house with our like that, like, like that barn. Right. Right. Prove it. Oh, the the Trump barn. Oh God, I hate the Trump does barn. Does it just say Trump or does it say it says Trump? Like, it says Aaron Don Bacon. Yeah. Ew, is it a joke? Because it's not no, funny. It's not. A oh, joke. and you might be interested. I don't know if it's on stores anymore, but they, you know, Jay Cole, the rapper. Yeah. Um, he did a well. He was like a producer for or something for a documentary called Straight Out of Omaha. Oh, you. We talked about this last time, right? No, we talked about Queen and Slim last time. Oh, yeah, and and they do a document of our documentary on North Omaha. Like these two brothers growing That's up. That's cool. They live in Grand Island now. Who are they? Uh, I don't know, but I can Google it and show you it later. Like who the guys are. What do they do? What do the guys do? Um. Now I don't. It's a really sad story. It's like every time they get a, they're like get somewhere. Cycle property. 10 step. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they focus on. Yeah. And, and they're in gra- I bet they did get away from, you know, the lifestyle. So that's good. Yeah. But, um, and now they got a, you know, more peaceful life in Grand Island. I forget what they, I, I watched it a few. <laughs> I don't know if that's a more peaceful life. Well, it's, but, when you first watch it, it's pretty sad. I mean, they were kids and, and it was, it was yeah. tough, but it reminds me when they, I wonder if I know in them. one of the clips, they show that Trump barn. Mm, oh, uh huh. So it's even in that documentary. I will send you information. For there's a huge coming into 
Lincoln, like from Omaha, from from that direction, I think from the west, maybe. I why did I even say that? I don't know. There's a huge red barn, on somebody's property that has a huge fucking banner on it that just says Trump. That's it. That's uh-huh. it. And That's it's like it. right off the like. If you you cannot slid on miss ice it. And and like went off the the interstate, you would hit this barn. You would hit like, the Trump barn. Like it's that. Oh, close. it's all purpose to, uh, purposely done. Oh too. yeah, like the, it has to be at least a twenty foot banner. Yeah. Like it's so big. Wise. We could cover it up with big. our banner. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If we only sold fifteen foot banners of our logo, it'd be like free billboards. <laughs> Well, go. I mean, first we'd have to convince people to buy them and then put them up. <laughs> Cover the side of your house. Easy, <laughs> peasy, <laughs> lemon squeezy. On it. Remember that guy that easy, we learned easy, about easy. in Mass Media Law? That might have been one of the many days you weren't there. About about that guy in that community <laughs> who would put, whose like whole yard was like decked yep. out with crazy. Do you yep. remember that? That was Grand Island. That, that was cool. Grand Island, what? and it's still there. That's so crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got, like, the toilet nailed to the thing, and it's like, G.I.P.D., you're a piece of shit. But he's well within his rights. He's well within his rights. Well within I his think rights. they made him, the, the only thing the court said was, like, you have to cover the swear words, because it's, like, public, and kids can Think of the children, these children out here who are vaping. So all he and... did is put, like, S, and then a bunch of asterisks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's also a family member. So that is truly wild and unsurprising. Speaking of unsurprising wild stories, what are you telling us about today? Yeah, sure. We are talking about the uh, U.S. specifically epidemic of uh, well, mostly U.S. Uh, epidemic of psych wards and insane asylums. Ooh. The uh, long forgotten. And I, I really just want to start out and say that mental health is a is a really serious issue that affects millions of people in a variety of different ways. And uh, actually, it's one-fifth of people in the world. So billions of people, not just millions. Billions. Did I say millions? Yeah. I did. That's okay. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> and uh, That was an example of self-loathing. <laughs> and, uh, and 13% um, estimated are children. Oh. So it's not... Um, me- mental health is not always visible. In fact, it's usually not visible. Right. But lots of people are fighting it every day. And for most of history, it's been vastly misunderstood. Yeah. So my information today is coming from the U.S. National Library of Medicine, the uniteforsight.org, um, the csp.edu, uh, Documentary Tube, and the BBC. Cool. So a couple different places. Not a couple. Few. <laughs> English. Getting I very have a degree in semantic. Writing. <laughs> Um, so many cultures, obviously, uh, kind of a theme in a lot of our episodes, our historical season, uh, many cultures viewed mental illness as a form of like religious punishment okay, um, or demonic mm. possession. So like exorcisms and things like that. And like, have you ever gotten to that case of like Emily Rose that uh-huh. was based off of yeah. how like they thought she was just like a very, very mentally ill woman with epilepsy and that like mm-hmm. the more they fed into it, the more it's like one of the most well-documented cases of exorcism and they're like yeah you guys were just like and then she ended up dying at like 76 pounds or something and they took them to court the priest right yes the parents but the priests they were all were like well what was it it was buzzfeed um unsolved Unsolved. they did it and like even like the doctor was like you should probably just go see a jesuit like Okay. The doctor the, said that. That's why the doctor got charged with like oh, neglect too. I didn't know he got charged too. And uh, did you guys see the TikTok of that nurse who was like, no, not not, no. not a thing. Mm-hmm. There, she went. Oops, she went viral 
there was a TikTok of a nurse who went viral where she goes, um, hey, did you know the number one way to stop the spread of STIs is to wait until yes, marriage for sex? Yep. Okay, medical provider, shut your <laughs> dumb mouth. That's so annoying. You know what? Ireland was just telling me that until the 90s, I, well, like, I knew, like, Ireland was, like, Catholic. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know how bad it was. He said until the 90s, it was illegal to buy condoms. What? That seems crazy. To until me. the 70s. Or, and you couldn't get divorces until the 90s. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's crazy. Because of the Catholic Church com, com, like controlled the country so much. It was illegal to buy condoms. Think about that. That's crazy. The Catholic Church will be an episode at some point. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Spotlight. <laughs> Spotlight. Um, so in the 5th century uh, BCE, Hippocrates. Hippocrates? Yes, thank you. God damn it, how do you do that? I I know Hippocrates. I knew <laughs> I knew it too, but I don't my mouth just like Hippocrates. Oh, Nathan, that's so smart. Okay. <laughs> Hippocrates <laughs> developed techniques. Uh, he was like the first, so uh, this is as a reminder, fifth century BCE. He developed techniques not rooted in religion because previously it had been seen as like religious punch- punishment or demonic possession, kind of like a God smite me down, you know. Yeah. Um, or uh, so it was not relu- his techniques were not rooted in religion or superstition, and instead he focused on changing a mentally ill patient's environment mm-hmm. or their occupation or administering certain substances as medication. So okay. the first, like, actual treatment. That sounds a lot uh-huh. more familiar to what we might do today then. Yes. And so he was the first woke. Um, but obviously, uh, as we know now from, like, legends and myths of, like, haunted asylums, that's not uh-huh. what went. So patients describe the the environments in, as, in asylums as repetitive and may have turned to alcohol as an escape. Um, so similar to like prison, you okay. know, or incarceration. Because that's what people with mental illness need. They need to be in prison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then also like uh, the repetitive nature, like yeah. just doing the same thing. When you already have a mental illness, doing the same exact thing every single day. Yeah. Which like there's a difference between repetition and... Um, like just routine? Routine. Yeah. yeah. That would drive you crazy right there. True. Exactly. So we're going to go through some of the uh, treatments, quote unquote, that they thought were just a grand old idea for people with mental illness. So there was trephination, which trephination is when you removed a small part of the skull using an auger, bore, or saw, and it dated around 7,000 years ago. So this is like way, way back. This is one of the first things they did. This practice was likely used to relieve Headaches. Oh, okay. Mental illness, or even belief of demonic possession. Not much is known about the practice due to the lack of evidence. So this kind of sounds like it's like the first version of like a biop, not biopsy. Uh, I'm losing the word for it. Come on, Nathan. You know what <laughs> mental hospitals did to like lobotomy. Ulti- lobotomy. Yeah, I did know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew I'm just it. looking at I you like help. Me. I do it to him every time. You knew I knew. <laughs> and I knew. I knew you knew, and you knew you knew. Yay! Um, so it sounds like kind of the first version of a lobotomy. So then there was Wait, blood. Can oh. I can yeah. I briefly slip in here? There's a really wonderful podcast I like that I referenced in the Black Death episode called Sawbones where they talk about medical history and trepanation is I think one of their first if not the first episode so if you want to learn more about it oh. give Sawbones a listen I like that podcast a lot okay so another thing we've heard about in a lot of our episodes is uh, bloodletting and uh-huh. purging yep 
So through this treatment, gained prominence in the Western world beginning in the 1600s, and it's rooted um, from ancient Greece, Greek medicine. Claudius Galen believed that the disease and illness stemmed from an imbalance of humors in the body. Good old humors. <laughs> so English physician Thomas Willis used Galen's writings as a basis for this approach and treating mentally ill patients. He argued that, quote, an internal biochemical relationship was behind mental disorders. Bleeding, purging, and even vomiting were thought to help correct those imbalances and help heal physical and mental illnesses. So Please. here's the kicker. These tactics were used to treat more than mental illness. They were also used for diabetes, mm. asthma, <laughs> cancer, <laughs> cholera, smallpox, and strokes. You had a stroke? Let's just cut you open. I have asthma. I am asthmatic. The thought that... You're a wheezy one? I can be. When my throat starts to close, the thought that I would, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut yeah, myself yeah. open. And that's, that's going to help, help that you breathe. A, people are so Duh. dumb. So dumb. So, uh, yeah. And as we know, they were also used to treat, you know, things like witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> Another problem solver. <laughs> oh, dark history. Um... So then there was insulin coma therapy. Okay. So this treatment was introduced in 1927. So we're starting to get more modern. Okay. Hey, Gatsby. Um, <laughs> and uh, this was used for several decades into the 1960s even. Mm. And insulin coma therapy is when ph- physicians deliberately put patients into low blood sugar comas because they believe that large fluctuations in insulin levels could alter the function of the brain. Mm. So purposely putting people in comas, like, are you... How'd that work for everybody? (sighs) Insulin comas could last anywhere between one to four hours. Um, Oh, that's less intense than I thought. I was thinking we were putting people out for like years. (laughs) (laughs) Patients were given an, an insulin injection that caused their blood sugar to fall. And then the brain would lose consciousness. Jesus. Uh, So making people pass out, basically. Uh, Risk included prolonged coma. Okay. You know, because you can't just dick around and put people in comas temporarily without any consequences. Um, And this would be when the patient failed to respond to glucose um, when they brought them out, you know, raising their blood sugar. And uh, the mortality rate between 1 and 10%. So (gasps) up to 10% mortality rate from this. So you get 10 people in an insulin coma. One might die every time. (laughs) That's crazy. So here's where it gets good. Uh, Electroconvulsive therapy. Yes. Okay. Uh, So that's going to be where you're getting electrocuted Uh and like... You know what you see in all the the movies about haunted asylums? One flew over the... Yeah, exactly. Uh Um, It was later introduced because they thought it was a a safer alternative than insulin coma therapy. (laughs) (laughs) We we laugh because it hurts. (laughs) Just so stupid. (laughs) um although doesn't electroconvulsive therapy there's some some that still happens today right there's still some like low level well you know our good old vice president um oh mike pence believes in gay conversion therapy you could just shock that out you know yeah (laughs) sure you can just pray that gay away. Okay, Mike. <laughs> have you seen all the TikToks that are like me when I have to go to a gay conversion? Therapy? It's like, nah, nah, I like pussy so much. Like, <laughs> I have, I have not, but that's funny and sad. Mostly sad. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so, 
I needed a moment of silence together. <laughs> uh, so another one, uh, as we kind of talked about, is isolation. So isolation um, was a preferred treatment for mental illness beginning even in the medieval times, um, obviously, because when people don't understand something, they're first... Um, Speaking of Mike Pence, their first <laughs> approach is to reject it. Yeah. When they don't understand something, uh, it just, I'm not going to deal with it. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's no surprise that insane asylums became widespread in the 17th century. Sure. Because, um, you know, they were like, <laughs> like uh, the homeless epidemic obviously became increasingly high. And then they decided they needed to, quote, do something about uh-huh. these people with mental illnesses, which... I don't believe at this time mental illness is even like a term. Yeah. Like they okay. don't really know what's going on with these people. And so they start building asylums because they want to get these people out of society, basically, because they don't want to deal with them. So these institutions were, quote, places where people where mental disorders could be placed allegedly for treatment, but also often to remove them from the view of their families and communities. And that's the end of they hide them away. Oh, and that is a quote, sorry, from Everyday Health. So, yeah, this is even like families are like, we just like, this is like, oh, we just cannot do another day with Aunt Carol. Like, she's got (laughs) to go. Like, that's that's what's happening here. Um, And obviously, as is the case with many incarceration places, overcrowding and poor sanitation Mm -hmm. were serious issues in these asylums, which led to movements to improve care and quality and also awareness. Okay. Um, at the time, the medical community often treated metal, mental illness with phys- physical methods. So that's what we kind of just went through. The uh-huh. insulation comas, the electrocution, the trephination, the, <laughs> the bloodletting, the purging. The insulin coma? <laughs> Not the insulation comas? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's insulin coma therapy. Oh, you just said insulation coma. <laughs> they just wrap them in fiberglass. <laughs> it made sense to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> At this time, the medical community, uh, oh, with physical methods, and this is why brutal attacks like ice water baths and restraints were often used. So that's when you see in like movies or recreations uh-huh. where they would like put them in the ice baths. Right. Um, awful. Was that due to like punishment? That's that's no, that's considered uh, hydrotherapy. Oh, because like ice baths and what else? Um. Ice baths and oh, restraints, so like straight jackets and oh, sorry. okay, um, and that's part of therapy. Parents. Yeah, because oh, they believed like like you could shock the system by like taking okay. an ice bath or whatever. I mean, there's lots of health benefits to ice baths, right? But right, right. curing mental illness is not one. It's not. A, it's not a jump start for sanity. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, they also use metrazole therapy, and that is when uh, that's similar to the insulin therapy. Uh, insulin coma therapy, sorry, and that's physicians using seizures um, induced by medication as a treatment. Oh. <laughs> so, so we usually try to end seizures through the induction of medicine and not the other way around. Yeah, so uh, it happened pretty quick. Uh, seizures began roughly a minute after patients received the injection and could result, here we go, this is like those uh, those medication ads for their, like, their jumping. Side effects may include. Uh-huh. Death. Yeah. Um, so the end of the universe. We're going to cure your mental illness at the cost of fractured bones, torn muscles, oh. and other adverse effects. So like, oh. because you're right, having a right. seizure, you're like, 
you could just fucking fall apart. Um, <laughs> the therapy was usually administered several times a week. Oh, my God. Uh, and metrazole was withdrawn from use by the FDA in 1982. Whoa. Mm, no. Like, a little late there. Don't like that. While this treatment was dangerous and ineffective, seizure therapy was a precursor to the electrocusive therapy. So it kind of went insulin coma therapy, then metrazole, then electrocution. Okay. And they call that electroconvulsive therapy as ECT, which is used, which is still used in some cases to tre- treat severe depression, mania, yeah. mania, and catatonia. Okay. Huh. So. We're still using that. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Which is great. Um, Also, the lobotomy, which I Uh mentioned earlier. Um, It's a now obsolete treatment, which actually, did you know this, won the Nobel Peace Prize in in psychology and medicine in 1949. Oh, no. We're like, brilliant. Yes. Let's remove a part of the brain. Lobotomies are insane. And the fact that they were so widespread Uh and you could do them so quickly, that's terrifying. That's so scary. That is really scary. Without the consent. Probably right, the patient, the person being lobotomized. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's scary. I I want to know. I'm interested more in like who did the first lobotomy and how did they figure out that like. I know that the I've results seen, of that. I watched documentaries about it. I know that I should know that, but I don't. Yeah, I. It's interesting. Retweet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So it was designed to disrupt the circuits of the brain, uh, but came with serious risk. Popular. It was popular during the 1940s and 50s. Yeah. You think of like when you again when you see those like scary movies or whatever of like the housewife that just won't listen to her husband and they're like, "Well, let's lobotomize you, so you'll <laughs> listen." Um. So the 1940s and 50s and surgically cutting or removing the connections. Oh, here's the the technicality of it. It it cuts the connections between the prefrontal cortex and the frontal lobes of the brain. The procedure could be completed in five minutes, as you said, so quickly. Yeah. And some patients experienced improvement of symptoms. However, this was often at the cost of introducing other impairments. That's what I was wondering. Because it's brain surgery. Right, exactly. Like you're you, going to lose something. Yeah. Like people became... Your memory. They were different anything. people after their lobotomies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like when you get a severe, like, yeah, head that's injury. that's a serious you, yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that's Phineas so Gage, like when he had the pole go yes. through his head and his whole personality changed. Did he become violent or did he become... He became violent, yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. Um, so hydrotherapy, as we talked, the ice baths and stuff, and then seclusion, which is uh, the equivalent, obviously, of like, um, I'm losing the word for it, in jail, uh, like the hole. What do they call Shook? it? The shoe? Like the shoe, the hold. Solitary uh, confinement? Solitary confinement. That's go. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. It's a rough morning. <laughs> so it's uh, hard. Basically, yeah, solitary confinement to just make your mental illness go away. Yeah. That's going to make you more crazy because that's what they say when they go in there and they lose their shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an awful thing to do to someone. It is. Yeah. So negative attitudes towards mental illness persisted, uh, um, you know. To this day? Yeah, to this day in the United States and leading to the stigmatization. Something about that didn't sound right. Stigmatization? Stigmatization of what is... Will you say that so then it's not me correcting it like an asshole? Yeah. 
Um, leading to, <laughs> the United States leading to the stigmatization of mental illness and unhygienic and often degrading confinement of mentally ill individuals. So obviously when they say degrading, they're talking about like an unhygienic, like they're not bathing these people. They're yeah. forcing them to live these uh-huh. filthy, dirty lives. And yeah. um, <laughs> filthy, dirty lives. That's the title I mean, of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> like rats calling around. Yeah. Like, you know, like obviously like, no self-care like no. just awful which self-care is important in mental health yeah don't y'all listen to lizzo <laughs> take care of yourself <laughs> so the first efforts in the united states to uh i'm gonna say deal with instead of help because that's what it was that, that actually predates uh in the united states back to 1752 and that's the quakers and they used their newly opened pennsylvania to house mentally ill individuals in... Oh, there's a word missing there. Maybe after Pennsylvania. They're newly opened Pennsylvania something. Like hospital, I think. I think it's a hospital. Okay. <laughs> oh my, sure. I'm No, like, from my research, I'm pretty sure it's a hospital. If you want facts, listen to criminal. <laughs> Don't listen to us. <laughs> to house mentally ill individuals... Uh, yes, it was hospital. Okay. It's hospital, I know. Um... <laughs> They used the basement of their hospital um, to house mentally ill individuals, and it was complete with shackles on the wall. I was just about to say, everything I really ever hear about the Quakers makes me like them even more. Very true. They even have good oatmeal, and then you had to go and say, (laughs) by the way, they put shackles on the wall. For mentally ill patients in the basement. I'm going to retract that. Yeah. Good old Quakers. Uh, This would have been available for families who decided that they were not capable of taking care of their mentally ill family members anymore, including, of course, those who didn't have a family to care for them. So you see them on the street, put them in their families. Like, you know what? Like, this is like families that are like aunt Carol. Like we just, it's just a burden and it's really hard and we don't have the resources to take care of her. It's like, well, chain her up in the hospital basement and we'll call her anymore. That reminds me of when during the witch hysteria, when there would be outsiders in the community who maybe didn't have connections, they would be accused of being witches because, you know, yeah, get rid of them. It just seems like the course of American history in particular is just like pointing your finger at people who are on the fringes and being like, you're a witch, you're crazy, you're going to burn, you're getting... You're not white. Yeah, you're getting shackled in the Quaker basement, so... (laughs) (laughs) And the Quakers were probably with it. Yeah. Shackles in the Quaker basement, uh, band name Dibs. However... Many were admitted throughout history for seemingly no reason, uh, including foster children, the elderly, and veterans. Because so, just being a foster child was enough to get you get you locked up. Yeah, because basically, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. a home like uh, a home, a home, quote unquote, for people that were mentally ill and nobody really knew how to help them. Yeah, but also people that had nowhere to go. Yeah. so just kind of like. Putting all those people together because, mm-hmm. you know, you have veterans, the elderly, like, because also this is, of course, families that are like, we just can't take care of them right. anymore. So families can literally just dump them in basically a prison. So question, do they like, did the families have to pay anything or did you just. I would hope not. I don't just think so. Able to, okay. But just like, you know. I mean, that's a good point. They, there, I bet there's some hospitals out there that were like, we can take care of your family member for, for a small fee. Yeah, <laughs> I was just wondering. You're probably right. Good point. And they're just locking them up in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
within a year or two um, of the, so remember the Quaker basement is 1970, sorry, no, 1752. It's the first effort to house quote unquote mentally ill people. And within a year or two, the demand was so high that they opened an entirely new ward to house um, mentally ill Uh patients and also these these people that had nowhere else to go. So the Quaker basement was a popular locale. It was a, a destination. Like they were the first to introduce this concept. And once they did it, people were like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like it, And what, what we're going to get to is basically that it got so popular that all uh-huh. these wards and asylums were built. And then as they became, you know, unethical. Right. That's where we get these stories of like haunted asylums and stuff because they all got abandoned. Banded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, because they like business was booming for a hot minute and then uh-huh. they so died out. All started with the Quakers, huh? Yeah. In the United States. Okay. But, like, obviously, medieval Mm -hmm. times and stuff, they Mm -hmm. didn't understand, and they blamed it on, like, religious beliefs and things like that. But, yeah, the big growth in America, Quakers. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Uh, So, it continued into 19... Or, I keep saying 19. 1773, what is today known as the Eastern State Hospital was opened. Okay. So, it started uh, in the basement, and then a new ward was built, and then within... Uh, what is it, 21 years, they had a whole hospital. Um, And in the 1840s, activist Dorothea Dix lobbied... Don't. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Lobbied for better living conditions. So this is the, like, uh, 50? No, more than 50. A little over 50 years later. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped something. All right. Sorry. Go back. (laughs) Doesn't surprise me. You went straight over something else to get to the dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like chop. DD. Um, okay, so it started as in the basement, then it went to a ward, and in 1773, they opened an entire hospital specifically for it. Well, in 1792, the New York hospital opened a section for what they deemed curable. So then even, like, after the first mental hospital is... Um, created then 19 years later they even separate curable and what they deem uncurable huh um yeah so then in the 1840s so that's 50 years later dorothea dix lobbied for better living conditions for mentally ill for the mentally ill after witnessing a dangerous and unhealthy conditions in which patients lived so over a 40-year period so into the 1880s Dick successfully persuaded the U.S. government to fund the building of 32 state psychiatric hospitals because I'm assuming a a big um, factor in these conditions is overpopulation and overcrowding, which... um, So, yeah. So, institutional care drew harsh criticism... (laughs) For good reason, <laughs> following a number of high-profile reports of poor living conditions and human rights violations, yeah. that by the mid-1950s, a push for deinstitutionalization and outpatient treatment began. Okay. Um, in many countries, facilitated by the development of a variety of antipsychotic drugs. So the 1950s, when we, when we start saying 
we cannot have psychiatric hospitals anymore because you're you're doing it all wrong. We need uh-huh. to have outpatient systems. We need to be using medications. Like that's where we start to push for obviously the better treatment of mentally ill people and not just secluding them in prisons, basically in, in shackles and quicker basements. Right, in but that basements. was in the fifties is when that started. Yeah. Wow. So for you know. Yeah. 150 years, yeah. 200 years. Shit. That's, we were dealing with them through incarceration. Yeah. And like, uh, like I said, is that like, obviously, you know, you had the Quaker basement in 1752. Uh-huh. Within 20 years, they had a whole ward within, or sorry, uh, they had a whole ward. And then within 20 years, they had a whole uh-huh. hospital. And yeah. then 20 years later, they start Spread separating out. between curable and non-curable. Oh. So like, like I said earlier, like, it just boomed, and these uh-huh. and thirty two hospitals were built all right. over the country. Okay. Like that's a lot for yeah. a specific, uh, you know, little amount of time. Yeah, and um, but and then obviously we are like we can't do that. So then we get this idea of like oh like and obviously the horrible treatments yeah. um, and the bad things that happen there. We get these like haunted asylums that we mm-hmm. hear about because they're all abandoned. Yeah, right. They're just abandoned and they buildings. Were massive, some of them. Massive abandoned buildings that were homes to people you know Mm -hmm. um so just lots of that so that's kind of where all that myth legends and facts come from so the united states is not alone in this obviously um there were 120 in england alone Mm -hmm. including the infamous bedlam um i know about bedlam yeah very famous later you don't know bedlam it's like the number one like supposed to be most haunted like place in the world like well like a sane asylum or, yeah. or something but it's like it was like the place like if people were crazy or they were criminals they were going to bedlam okay i'm gonna google that tonight um it was um uh, so there were 120 facilities in england including the infamous bedlam and the u.s alone housed 150,000 patients um the duration of treatment was always completely unknown and subjective. Yeah. So there was no plan to get these uh, these people out. And like, like a, Shit. you know, they said they focused on, by the 1950s, they pushed for outpatient treatment and yeah. stuff. Um, there was originally no length of duration. You know, like American Horror Story where they uh, put her in for being gay? Yes. And she's like, how long am I going to be here? Uh-huh. And they're like, forever. Like... So that's kind of where that idea comes from is that, like, they could just be like, you know what? You, I didn't like the way you talked to me yesterday, so you're going to spend another three years in an insane asylum. Yeah. And like, it was what just, are you going to do? Who are you going to talk to? Exactly. And you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. Just Labeled um, crazy. You're just, um, what is, what else am I looking at? You're uncredible. Yeah. She's you know? so vulnerable. Like, that just puts you in such a, that position. Yeah, it does. Um, they operated obviously much like prisons with each patient doing a job. And they said that was a part of their therapy was that they were doing a job um, and they called it occupational therapy. So like, exactly. Like you do in a prison, they give you a job, uh, you earn money Uh for commissary. Well, instead they were, that's how they cut down on labor. Also Uh, like the, the, the patients, were doing like the janitorial and the patients were doing the gardening and they called that occupational therapy. So then even whereas in a prison, you're making, you know, sense to dollars, but you're doing it for commissary. You're getting nothing because it's therapy in, um, in these facilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So volunteer, and I'm sure back then, even in prisons, that was the case as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Voluntary admission had a minimum of 15 days. And obviously, um, back then, too, when you voluntarily admit yourself, they can keep you. Yeah, they can keep you. Fuck. Like, you can't be like, well, I voluntarily admitted myself, and now I'd like to take myself like, I'm out. I'm good now. They'll be like, oh, no, 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 there's definitely, <laughs> like, you need to stay. Now, uh, voluntary admission only requires a 72-hour hold. Okay. okay. Um, however, a majority come by court order. A majority of people that enter into care. Like today? Yes. Okay. Um, well, I assume even back then, too. Like, okay. I'm sure oh, anything. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, the admission process includes being bathed, dressed, uh, a blood test. This is modern day. Okay. A chest x-ray, spinal fluid test, and psychiatric check, and then therapy, which was any of the last few reasons. Or, sorry, not reasons, methods. Yeah. The The... Oh, so this is, sorry, I'm, I need to correct myself. Go for it. I'm a mess this morning. Um, so this is previous admission process because they're doing like x-rays and spinal fluid tests and blood tests. <laughs> um, today, you know, they're going to give you like an alcohol test and a drug test probably. And, yeah. and just check uh, like a basic uh, physical yeah. examination. Because obviously if you're having some kind of mental disorder, they want to check if any... Uh, drugs or alcohol or any kind of thing like that is a cause. Yeah. I'm losing my words today. Well, words one, are fucking like, hard, is, Selena. It's okay. Is contributing. Yeah. To. Okay. And then probably also, if they were going to administer medication, they want to make sure True. it's not going to interact with yeah. any substances you have in your body. Correct. So, um, I also have here, which uh, I'll uh, send on for the Instagram. A, uh, someone found a record of reasons that patients were admitted into a psychiatric hospital from 1864. Ooh, this has got to be good. To 1889. And I've highlighted a few of my okay. favorites. They're all, I mean, it's a great list. But so these are the things that would get you locked up indefinitely in a shitty asylum. Correct. Okay. Probably with no so evidence. Number one is ill treatment by husband. Oh. Ill treatment by husband. Yeah. So Your this, husband's treating you, you bad. bad. Right. So this is, I think this plays into that idea of like people Fuck. that just have nowhere to go. Like they talked about the veterans and the elderly and the foster kids. So this woman is probably fleeing a domestic violence situation, gotcha. has nowhere to go. And then they're like, we'll just put you in the psychiatric hospital. And then obviously there's this like stigma for the community because they don't know why these people are there. So it could be something as simple as fleeing a domestic violence situation and then you're labeled as like batshit crazy for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. Okay, what else you got on there? Imaginary female trouble. What does that mean? (laughs) I feel like I have that. Wait. (laughs) Jealousy and religion. That's one reason. What? Laziness. Marriage of son. Ooh, I, I like that one. Wait, Mas- masturbation and syphilis? Together. Oh. That's one reason. <laughs> one or the other, fine, by themselves. <laughs> when you put them together, you're going to the asylum. Dunzo. Novel reading. Oh. <laughs> Probably were, a woman. People were yeah, very anti-novel. Sure. <laughs> people were very anti-novel when it, when it came out. <laughs> Overstudy of religion. So you can't be too, too religious. religious. <laughs> it's a fine line, people. Um, parents were cousins. You can't really, that, you can't help that. That's a reason. That's a reason. Parents were cousins. That's that's what they wrote. Uh, political excitement. Um, supporters can just 
Go on out. Uh oh. It's reintroduced. Yes. <laughs> For a certain sect. Yeah. <laughs> Fever and loss of lawsuit. Ask. You lose a lawsuit and then you go to <laughs> crazy house? Cra- you go to crazy prison? <laughs> Asthma. Ooh, fuck. Bad company. <laughs> Business nerves. <laughs> Uterine derangement. What is that? You know what? That's I don't the even title know. Of this episode. Uterine, Uterine derangement. Band name called it. <laughs> uh, gathering in the head. Greediness. Grief. Gunshot wound. Damn. Gunshot wound. You got shot. You're going to psychiatric hospital. Uh, rumor of husband being murdered. Self-abuse, which I pointed out because that's actually one of the very few reasons in this entire list that someone would probably need to go to a Wait. psychiatric hospital and receive help. Doesn't self isn't self-abuse an old-timey term for masturbation? Is it? Yes, I believe oh. it is. But they actually put masturbation on here. Just saying. I think that's true. I'm going to go. Well, then I misinterpret it because I. That. Because they specified the two different, like they said masturbation and then they said self-abuse. I, well, for the reason I was thinking, that would be one of the few reasons that someone would actually need to Need to like actually go go to a a psychiatric hospital hospital and get help. Not that kind of psychiatric hospital. And the last one was a, you know, female disease. Oh. Just being a female. (laughs) Just get out of here. According to Wikipedia, self-abuse and self-pollution were common in early modern times and are still found in modern dictionaries. So you're jacking it, you're getting shackled. Did it say that's what it is, though? That is a term, but you could be right, I could be right. Who knows? Yeah, because also, like, um, there's some people that for religious purposes, we talked about it in the medieval episode, believe in, like, self-mutilation or, like, whipping or, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like, punishment Uh for... Anybody huh. knows? Redeeming. I don't know. Yeah. But for the purposes I thought it was, that would be the reason you would, you know, that if you makes self-harming. Your reason makes sense from a modern lens, but I think when you think about it in terms of these other things, uh-huh. masturbation might might be more likely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uterine derangement? <laughs> what does that mean? That's my new band. Been there. Uterine derangement. So anyway, uh, oh, and also epilepsy, because <laughs> you know. Okay. Well, just don't understand it. Quit season. Can't throw it in there. So the end of sci- asylums uh, came when uh, the the care for the the mentally impaired was banded with the National Health Service. So when the National Health Service got involved, that's when they were like, "Okay, um, we need to focus on outpatient therapies. We need yeah. to focus on medication and things like that." So, um, so. They started closing in the 1950s, and that went into the 1970s. Like, you know, obviously they didn't all just close at once. Yeah. And that left, uh, unfortunately, a lot of those people homeless. Um, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, because then where would they go? As bad as the conditions were, that wasn't good either, because then it just put all of the mentally ill people who never got actual treatment exactly. back out onto the streets. Right. And then they left them uh, for organizations like the Salvation Army, which at that time didn't really have the care that those people, that the actually mentally impaired yeah. people needed. Okay. You know, also because people that are going to psych wards are also going to include people with mental disabilities. Yeah, sure. Like Down syndrome. Yeah. That oh, just yeah, need yeah. Ca- the right care. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. um, And I'd like to wrap this up with saying that there are currently over 300 recognized mental illnesses by the United States government. 
Um, and the, the, the most common ones are bipolar disorder, persistent depressive order, generalized anxiety disorder, massive depressive disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia, and social anxiety disorder. Um, and a, a, a common theme between all of these top, you know, top ranked one most common ones is that they are largely less violent than people perceive and less violent than the media perceives. Totally. And, um, but as I said, there are over, or was it over or 300? Yeah, 300. 300 even? Over 300, yeah, sorry. There are over 300 registered wow. mental illnesses. So even though these are the ones that are most common that we think uh -huh. about, there's lots of mental um, illnesses out there that, we, you know, we know nothing about. We yeah. can't know them all. And so, um, yeah, just uh, be patient with people, be understanding. and yeah, yeah. Not people even people with yourself, because I'm sure, I know that I, for one, I've had depression, I've had anxiety. Yeah, I've yeah. Dealt with it, I've had to go to therapy and I take an antidepressant. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can second that. I'll, I'll come out and say that I could, I could second that second that. And it is, um, uh, diagnosed. It's one fifth of people. And that's, that's diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. That's 20% of right. the population. It's normal. Yeah. And, and also, as I said in the beginning, 13% of those are children. So like be patient with kids too, yeah. because yeah. kids are people and they, Unless they're being real fucking snotty, bro. Stop it. <laughs> and so, uh, kids, kids need help, too, though. Do you remember what it was like to be a kid? No, nope, too long ago. 70 years ago? 700. Yeah, don't remember. Years ago? Don't recall. <laughs> I think I just skipped anyway. <laughs> just straight to being old. You definitely. Maybe I got the, yeah. With those glasses that are sitting on your eyebrows. I want to, we <laughs> talked about this before we started recording. Rachel's glasses are such that, okay, so this is what I described. We all have a mental image of like an old lady with the glasses like at the bottom of her nose that she can sometimes look down. Rachel's are like above her eyebrows. <laughs> so she could like look up. Trend setter. <laughs> she's, she's so short that she has to Maybe. Like, that might be did it. Did you ever think of that? I didn't. She's always looking up. <laughs> I have high prejudice. I'm sorry. It's close minded. They're crooked. <laughs> I need to do something about it. Oh, man. Well, that's. I was going to say that's crazy, but. <laughs> <laughs> crazy story. Yeah, that's truly Very wild. interesting. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And most importantly, if you know someone or you are struggling, it's very normal. Yeah. Just get okay. the help you yeah. need. Get help. It's always nice to talk to someone. For sure. Well. Well. Bye. Thank you, Selena. <laughs> that was. Cut that, that. Was... I called you Selena. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, so Chach is your name. Yeah, that you're using Oops, on this podcast. Don't wear it. Out. Kisses. Sh crazy chef's kiss. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, welcome back, uh, people who are listening. Yeah. I hope that you like this. I hope it was worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't, don't let us know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in the meantime, I do Yelp pop up reviews. <laughs> Later, losers. <laughs> thank you so much for listening you can get in touch with us on social media just look up the awful hour you'll find us email us at hello at the and chat are you going to put some of those that list up i will put on that list up. yeah I'll look at the instagram let's get more serious about that this year okay providing 2020 some, yeah some multimedia elements sure cool all right well hey thanks for listening and yeehaw. uh yeehaw i had to pee so bad this whole time it hurt <laughs>